The Dunhuang Grottoes is a general term referring to the groups of cave temples within the Dunhuang area. Among the over 800 caves still existing today, the Magao Caves contain 735 of them. The site became justifiably famous not only because of its unique research value, but also due to the three main art forms that are fascinating to ordinary people. What are the three main art forms? Well, you probably already knew the answers. The cave constructions themselves are marvellous as architectural art. There are magnificent sculptural pieces. Statues are often in colour. And beyond caves and sculptures are the murals, which can be regarded as the crowning glories of the Dunhuang Mugao Caves. Hello. And welcome to a new episode of the Why We Love Dunhuang podcast. Previously, we have described how the Dunhuang Mugao Caves were rediscovered in the early 20th century, after they'd been almost completely forgotten for hundreds of years, lost in the middle of a desert. Who built those magnificent caves on the cliffs, and why and how did they build them in the desert, in the middle of nowhere, centuries ago? It has been an enduring enigma for modern researchers. In the rest of this episode, we will be exploring some of the answers to these questions based on existing findings. Those responsible for the construction of the Dunhuang Mugao Caves fall into three main categories of people. The owner of the caves may be a monk or monastery. The donor, the person who funded the construction and, of course, the craftsmen who physically did the work. The team of craftsmen would include stonemasons or cave makers, plasterers, sculptors, painters and carpenters, to name but a few. The procedure of cave making generally started from cutting the surface of a cliff face. Usually, the sandstone cliffs run in a north-south direction, so chiseling into the cave would mean the eastern wall was the entrance wall. Then statues were made and the cave walls were decorated with murals. How long would it take to build a cave? Well, there's no definitive answer. The time it took to complete construction varied depending on the size and location of the cave, the resources available at the time and so on. Generally speaking, it took a few months to a year for a small cave to be built, one year to three years or even more for a large cave and it took four or five years to complete the digging project for a large statue cave with a height of tens of metres. Murals and statues could be painted in a relatively short time, usually three to six months. However, if there were wars or social unrest during that time, and there surely were, the construction of some caves might have to be suspended and could only be completed after tens or even hundreds of years. the caves were built with different functions. Researchers discovered a lot of different types of caves, such as the central pillar caves, the assembly caves, the nirvana caves, the zen caves, the monk dwelling caves, the memorial caves, and even the burial caves. We're going to introduce the caves in much more detail as we describe individual caves from across the many different periods in the history of Dunhuang. 
As a prelude to that process, it's a good idea to describe some of the general features of the different cave types. Please note that the following content may be a bit difficult to understand, but it provides basic knowledge for listeners to have a better understanding of Dunhuang. So don't miss this class. Let's start with cave type number one. It's the cave with a central stupa, also known as a central square pillar cave or tower temple cave. This is a typical type of design found in the earlier caves. The style, which originated in India, is quite common along the ancient Silk Road, the early route of the spreading of Buddhism out of India towards China. The main feature is a square column in the rear part of a deep rectangular space with channels around the column, niches on the four sides of the column, and several Buddhas and Bodhisattvas. The spacious front of the hall can be used for monks and believers to gather and worship, whilst the walkway around the central column can be used for ceremonial circling. Cave type number two is the assembly cave, also known as inverted funnel-shaped caves. They are mostly square in shape, with a square concave part in the center of the cave ceiling and four trapezoidal ceiling slopes. The whole thing is shaped like an inverted, flat-sided funnel. This kind of cave first appeared in the 6th century, and most of the caves were built in this form during the Sui and Tang dynasties. The interior space of the assembly cave, or the hall cave, is spacious and bright, which is suitable for gathering people together for lectures and worship. The niches and statues of Buddhas and Bodhisattvas are mostly on the main west wall. In the center of the cave ceiling, you can usually find drawings of thousand Buddhas, echoing the vision of the first monk to establish a cave on the site. Another distinctive grand type of caves is the temple cave, also known as the central altar cave. Let's mark it cave type number three. This kind of cave appeared during the Sui dynasty. They were gradually developed, perfected, and continued from the Tang to the Yuan dynasty. The altar cave type is derived from the hall cave with the same ceiling shape. The chamber of the cave is a rectangle. The four top corners of the cave often have a slightly concave arc and depict four heavenly kings. There are no niches on the side walls and the rear center is built with a horseshoe-shaped Buddha altar on which are built statues of Buddha, Bodhisattvas, disciples and heavenly kings. Cave type number four is a rare type called the Great Statue Cave, also known as the Great Buddha Cave. These caves are named after the giant Maitreya Buddha statues carved and molded in the caves. Maitreya is the future Buddha. There are two giant Buddha statues in the Dunhuang Mugao Caves, commonly known as the North and South Statues, also known as Cave 96 and Cave 130, according to the cave numbering system used by researchers. The two statues are serene and solemn. The windows in front of the caves let bright light through, which makes the image of the statues very striking. We will visit them in our future episodes. 
Cave type number five is the so-called Nirvana cave, commonly known as Sleeping Buddha caves. They are caves with a Nirvana statue as the main body. The overall space of the Nirvana grottoes is reminiscent of the shape of a coffin. The main Buddha lies on a horizontal couch on the main wall. This layout mainly echoes the scene when the Shakyamuni Buddha, also known as the present Buddha, died when he was 80 years old and entered Nirvana. Cave 158 is one of the finest Nirvana caves and has the largest reclining Buddha at Mugao. The length of the Buddha is more than 15 meters and the head is about 3 meters long. Cave type number 6 is the Zen cave. This kind of cave originated in India, initially as a place for monks to meditate and practice. There are three Zen caves in the south part of the Magao caves. In recent years, however, some different forms of Zen caves have been found in the northern Magao caves. The Zen caves can be divided into three types. Those attached to the main grottoes with niches, those which are single-room Zen caves especially set up for Zen practice in a square or oval shape and with a Zen bed, and lastly, the multi-room Zen caves with many front rooms and inner rooms. Cave type number seven are the caves that were used by the monks for their daily lives, known as residential caves. They are the dormitory for the monks. The existing monastic caves in Mugao are mainly in the northern area, with 64 in total, and only two, numbered 488 and 489, in the south. Most of the living caves are a single chamber, with a square or rectangular shape, with hearth pits and sandstone beds inside. Cave type number eight is the Granary Cave. Not surprisingly, it's a warehouse for storing food and goods. Usually it is transformed from an original cave that had other uses into being used for storing and placing items. These caves are mostly found in the northern area of the Magao Caves. Cave type number nine is the most intriguing cave type called the Memorial Cave. It was built to be a memorial for eminent monks. There are seven memorial caves in Magao, including the most famous library cave, cave number 17. The memorial caves are often attached to a larger main cave and are generally entered via the front room of the main cave through a side corridor. The shape of the cave is almost always square. The ceiling is flat or gabled, the main wall is painted with statues of eminent monks, and the other walls are painted with sutra illustrations or murals of attendance and bodhisattvas. The statue in this type of memorial cave is often a lifelike depiction of the real monk himself. The last type of cave appropriately indicates its function. Cave type number 10, the burial cave, is a cave used to bury monks and is basically a tomb. There are 25 such caves found in the northern area of the Magao Grottoes, and collectively they constitute one of the major archaeological discoveries in Dunhuang. These caves are closed with stones and adobe clay, and there are coffins for the dead inside them. Okay, now we've briefly introduced you to the 10 major types of Dunhuang Mogao caves. 
It may take you some time to digest. If you want to appreciate the real beauty of the architecture art of Dunhuang, you have to come to this famous site and take a look in person. In our next episode, our next Dunhuang class, we will continue to learn some background knowledge about another splendid art form in Dunhuang, the sculptures. Special thanks go out to the Dunhuang Academy and Sanliang Chongdu for contributing to the content of this podcast. If you like the show, do give us a five-star rating or a review. I'm Graham Stevens. Looking forward to meeting you again next time on the Why We Love Dunhuang podcast. Bye.